Welcome. You're listening to the Making the Shift podcast, where you learn how to go from employee to CEO and build a wildly successful coaching or yoga business. I built my coaching business while working as a teacher, and now I'm obsessed with helping other women do the same. Each week, I will teach you high-level mindset and business strategies that you can implement right away. I'm your host, life and business coach, Denise Veneri. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. So happy you guys are tuning in each week. And I just want to remind you that if you haven't given a review or if you haven't shared this podcast with your friends, what are you waiting for? If you have friends that are at the beginning phase of their business, I'd love to help them out as well. And this podcast, the way that I see this podcast is as a free resource, teaching all the things that I wish I had at my disposal when I was at the beginning of building my business. So that's what I turn over to you guys each week. So make sure you're sharing and don't forget to tag me at Denise Veneri on Instagram. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode, which is all about making your marketing easy. And the reason why I want to help you do that is a lot of people tend to overcomplicate their marketing efforts. So I'm going to break some things down and some of you might This might be a little basic, but bear with me. I just want to make sure that I cover all my bases, especially for people who are newer to trying to, you know, grow their business. So some of what I'm going to teach, they might seem a little basic, but, you know, sometimes it's the basic things that we forget that actually will help us get the results that we want. So hang in there. Okay. So in terms of overcomplicating your marketing, I think that's the biggest mistake that a lot of people make. So that is step one, is to stop overcomplicating your marketing by trying to be on every social media channel. So there are tons of social media channels that you could be on from Facebook to Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and now Clubhouse, which I'm on, but I will be honest, I have no idea how it works. I have not gone onto that app outside of the one time that I signed up for it and somebody gave me an invite. But, you know, you don't have to be on all the channels and marketing on all the channels, especially in the beginning. I actually think that it's better to pick one social media platform and put all of your energy onto that platform. So if you think about how energy really works, right? If you put all of your energy into one platform, you're going to get a result from that platform much quicker. But if you are dispersing your energy across multiple platforms, so Facebook, and then you're trying to post, you know, you have a Facebook group, and then you're also trying to go live on your personal page, and then you're going over to LinkedIn, and then you're trying to figure out Clubhouse, and you're also trying to upload videos to YouTube and try to grow your YouTube presence, And here's the thing. There are people who have a presence on multiple platforms, but they might have help and they might be at a different place in their business. So if you're looking at people who, you know, are clearly making millions of dollars, like the Amy Porterfields of the world, right? And the Rachel Hollis's, of course, they're on multiple channels. They're making millions of dollars and they can afford to have a team help them build content on all of those channels. But in the beginning, when you're truly a solopreneur, the best bet is to 
conserve your efforts, conserve your energy, and pick a platform that you like. Pick a platform that you know how it works, you feel pretty confident on it, and it should also be a a platform that your ideal client is hanging out on. So you don't have to be on all of the social media platforms. Pick one, at the most two, and really go all in on that platform. Really figure out how it works, how to use the platform, how to engage on it, how to make connections, and focus your efforts on that. And I would say do that for a little bit until you really have a handle on it, and then you can introduce another platform. Okay, so that's one thing that would really, I would imagine, help you streamline your marketing efforts. So if you're every single week trying to go on all of these different platforms, you're probably getting overwhelmed. It feels really hard and it feels really complicated and nothing, quote unquote, is working. And the reason for that is because you are kind of dispersing your energy to multiple places rather than constraining your energy and your focus to one place. And you want to do that for a couple of reasons, but one, and it's some of my other steps later on, but one of them is for consistency purposes, right? That you're showing up there consistently. And also, if you're on one platform versus five or six, you're not going to get overwhelmed, right? Like managing your content, writing content, you'll have more time to write high converting content rather than when you're on all the channels. Like I feel like some of my clients do this, they'll go and they're on all these multiple channels, but then they're kind of slapping their content together. It's like a to-do list. Oh, I have to post at this time on Instagram and then I have to go on Facebook and then I have to head over to Twitter and then I got to also make that YouTube video. And then, oh man, I forgot today was Facebook live day in my group. When you are kind of operating from this, like I have to be everywhere mentality, what happens is your content ends up getting watered down because you're not actually spending the quality time doing the thing that actually converts, which is having content that's been carefully considered for your ideal client. Okay, so if you're doing this, it's no shame in that game. Just notice like, oh, like that's what you've been doing. You're on all of these social media platforms and you're overwhelmed and you're confused and you always feel behind. If that's what you've been doing, take a step back, breathe, and then look at what platform you actually like to hang out on and you're pretty sure your ideal client is also. And then choose that platform and go all in on it for a couple of months before adding on another platform, okay? So that was step one. Stop overcomplicating your marketing by being on every channel. Choose one and go all in, okay? All right, step two to making your marketing easy is creating a consistent message to share that speaks directly to your ideal client, okay? Now, I know this might sound super obvious to some of you, but I promise it's probably not obvious to all of you. So I'm gonna break it down. What do I mean by a consistent message? So when your ideal client finds you, in the first 30 seconds, probably actually it's probably a lot less, it's probably like the first five seconds, they're deciding if you're for them. People walk around, it's a very unconscious thing, but people walk around all day really thinking like, what's in this for me? And they make a decision in the first five seconds, right? So if somebody lands on your profile and they can't figure out what you do or who you help, you've lost them. 
Okay, so in the first five seconds, that's all it really takes for somebody to decide if you're their person, if they want to continue the relationship with you. Okay, so on your social media channels, when you are posting copy, you know, you're writing content, you're writing words for your ideal client. Okay, you want to have a consistent message. Now, that means that you might be able to help them with a lot of things, right? So let's just say you're a business coach, right? You might be able to help them with marketing and you might be able to help them with their copy. And you might also be able to help them, you know, set revenue goals and create an offer and help them with their pricing or their branding. You might be able, you might actually be doing all that with your clients, But you have to really think about what's the one thing that your ideal clients really want want to have? What results do they really want to have? And what is your zone of genius that's going to help them get that result, right? So what's their biggest problem and how do you have a solution to that problem? And that can be like kind of the beginning of your consistent message. So if you're trying to tell somebody, I'm going to help you with branding and I'm going to help you with mindset, I'm going to help you with your finances, it's like too overwhelming to your ideal client when all they care about, if I go back to what I said, (laughs) number one, it's like, you know, what is in this for me? Can this person help me? And if they can't figure that out in the first five seconds, you've lost them. So take a little bit of time and craft a consistent message, okay, that's going to speak directly to your ideal client, okay, which is kind of leading me into step three, which is to think of writing copy as problem and solution. So here's where I said it might get a little basic. So what is copy? For those of you that don't know what copy is, all copy is are words that you use that speak to your ideal client and helps them believe that there is a solution to their problem and that you could help them with that, like that you could be the person that provides the solution to their problem. Copy is wor- are words that help your client believe something new, right? Because when they are having, a, when they have a problem, they're out there looking, you know, for the solution to that problem. So if you're a coach, a relationship coach, for example, maybe they, they currently believe that, you know, they only attract the wrong type of partner, That's their current belief. So when you write copy, you're going to use words that challenge their current belief. So copy really changes beliefs, right? That's really what copy and good copy will convert them, will convert somebody from thinking that there's, you know, that they keep attracting the wrong kind of men to believing that, oh, wait a second, there's work that I can do to change the kind of partner that I've I've been attracting, I can actually attract my dream partner and this coach can help me. That's good copy. Okay. That's how you know it's good copy. And I'm going to keep this really basic because you can go down a whole rabbit hole on how to write copy. But think of your copy now that you know what copy is, right? So it's like if you were to put on Instagram a post, it's the words you're using in the post. Okay. You're going to think of it as problem and solution. So I did this on my IG stories the other day, and I think it was super helpful for a lot of people, but make a list of all the problems your ideal client has. What are all the problems that they have, right? So of course they have the big problem, right? Which could be, they think that, you know, they, they're, they don't have a relationship and they want one is their big problem. If I'm using the relationship coach example, well, what are all the problems that come from that? Like why 
Why are they not in a relationship? So if you're a relationship coach, you know exactly why your ideal client is not in a relationship. You would list all of those reasons, okay? All of those problems that they have that are keeping them stuck. Then you make another list, okay? I like doing like a T-chart. So on the left column, I would list all my problems. And then on the right-hand side for each problem, what is the solution, what can I teach? What can what can you teach your ideal client? A quick, simple tool, mindset shift, quick teaching, step-by-step process, really simple that could give them a quick win. Okay, so for every single thing that you know is a problem that your ideal client faces, what is the solution to that problem? And that's all copy really is. It's speaking to your ideal client where they are with that set of problems and then offering them some empathy, right? So I get it. I understand how you feel. I see this with all my clients. So you offer them a little bit of empathy because you truly do understand them, right? If they're your ideal client, you do understand them. So you're not just empathizing to be fake. You're truly coming from a place of understanding. And then you offer a solution to help them get a quick win just from reading your post. That's how you write a really valuable um, post, okay? That's how you provide value to an ideal client ahead of time, okay? And what will happen over time is they'll start to really see you as an expert. They'll start to see you as somebody who is helpful and they'll actually start to look forward to your to your copy, right? Maybe, you know, in, in, in your emails, I forgot to mention your email list is another place where you are marketing, right? So people will want to consume your emails because every single time that they read your words, they have a new belief. They're, they're getting these little transformations just from reading your free stuff. And over time, if you keep providing so much value, they might want to work with you and they might not. There might be they might get so much value from your fee stuff that they, you know, they don't they don't necessarily need to work with you one on one, but some of them might. OK, so you want to keep positioning yourself as someone who is helpful, someone who's an expert, somebody who understands them so that they feel seen and they feel heard. OK, so that was step number three, which was thinking of writing copy as simply a series of problem and solution. OK, all right. Number Four, step number four to simplifying your marketing is to be consistent. Create, I know for some of you, this is so hard, but you want to create a calendar. You want to create a marketing plan where you set you you set the intention every single week. Like I like to choose Sundays to decide like when am I, what days during the week am I going to post and what am I going to write about? I'll even write my post out ahead of time. Um, but you really want to just be consistent. So if you're going to show up on Instagram, for example, maybe your definition of consistent is posting four times a week and doing one IG story a week. Okay. And that might just be where you're at and that's fine. I will make the argument for posting maybe not every single day, but about four to five times a week. And, you know, if you're going to be on Instagram, use the platform for what it is. I mean, you can do IG stories and IGTV. So why not just use it? It's there and it's free. Okay. But really the moral of this, this step is to be consistent. And here's why you want to be consistent because like I said, in 
the last step, your audience is going to come to see you as an expert and they're going to consume your content. And if you don't show up, they're not going to trust you, right? If you don't can show up in a consistent way, you could write the best post, but if you only post once a week, they're just not going to trust you to have their back, right? Like that you're someone who always shows up. If someone is going to hire you, they want to know that like they want to know, like and trust you. And the way that you build that know, like and trust factor is by being consistent. Okay, so that was step number four. And then step number five is a biggie. Okay, this one comes directly from some of the coaching that I've been giving over the past couple of weeks. And it comes from my own experience as well. And that is to believe it's working even when you don't have evidence for it, okay? So this is such an important thing that I really cannot under, I can't, you know, I can't over exaggerate how important this one is. It truly, truly, truly is probably the most important step of all five of them. And that is to believe that your marketing efforts are working even when you don't have evidence for it. So what happens a lot is, you know, you'll start posting, on social media, whatever platform you're on, and a couple of weeks will go by and you don't get a consult or, you know, some you don't you don't have as much engagement on your posts. And so you think that it's not working and you'll either stop, you'll like not post for a couple of days because you get discouraged, you feel discouraged or disappointed, right? You're like thinking, oh, this isn't working, nobody's nobody's engaging, this isn't the platform. I have to figure out another platform. And then you switch. So you'll put some effort into one platform, you think it's not working because you don't see the evidence that you want, and then you'll switch platforms. And then you'll do the same thing there, and then you'll switch again, and you're like, okay, maybe I'll try this, and then maybe I'll try that. When the truth is, you want to just pick the one platform, like I said in step one, go all in on it, and then be consistent. Just stay on, just stay on that platform and believe that it's working even when you don't have the evidence for it. Now, your brain probably wants the evidence in the form of consults and clients and revenue, right? Like you're in business as a coach or you, you know, you're a yoga teacher with a one-on-one service, right? You're an NLP and you have a program. So obviously you're in the business of helping people and you're making it mean something when you don't have consults booked or you haven't signed a client, right? And it doesn't mean that your marketing efforts are not working because you don't see the evidence that you want, okay? So you want to see consults booked and that may not be the reality, but that doesn't mean that your marketing efforts aren't working, Okay, so I want to, it's kind of like every single time you show up on a platform and you're being consistent and you're writing copy that's directed at your ideal client. So it's like boiling water for tea. You have the tea kettle, you've poured the water in, you put the lid on and you put the pot of water, the kettle on the stove and you light the flame. And when you do that, you trust that if you just walk away, that eventually you'll hear the whistle blow and it'll let you know that the water is ready for you to make a cup of tea, okay? But imagine like every second that you kept checking the water, that you kept opening up the lid, closing it, 
coming back, opening up the lid and closing it. And you're like, okay, this is not working. This kettle must be broken. You know, you're dipping your finger in the water and it's still not hot enough for you to make a cup of tea. And so eventually you just like turn off the flame. Is that water ever going to boil with the flame off? No, it's going to take forever for it to warm up if you keep turning on and off the flame because you don't have the patience for the water to boil. That is essentially what's happening when you're posting content and you keep thinking day to day, like I posted, it should be working. I should be having a consult by now. Oh, it's not working. And then you stop and you go put your efforts somewhere else or you just stop for a couple of days because you got discouraged and then you come back to it and you make another post and then you don't get an immediate, you don't get immediate gratification. You don't get a con. There's no consults booked again. And so you walk away and you get upset and you get discouraged, right? You start beating yourself up. You wouldn't do that with a pot of water, right? Like you would literally pour the water into the kettle. You'd leave the lid on, you'd light the flame and you would walk away because you trusted that the, ca- the water was boiling, even though you didn't have evidence for it. I mean, like you weren't looking to see that the water was boiling. You just trusted that it was. Okay, I want you to approach your marketing efforts the same way, to be in belief that it's working even when you don't have the evidence for it. Just because you don't have consults books and you don't see people liking your, your content, it doesn't mean that it's not working, okay? And there's a lot of people that are still reading your content. They're just not hitting the like button. Like, can you believe that? Because I'll tell you that it's so true. I have so many people tell me they listen to my podcast and that they love the trainings that I do inside my Facebook group. And they love this post that I did like a month ago. And they never once sent me a message. They never once, you know, hit like on it. They just happened to consume that content. And it was over time. And I have some clients where they've never once made a comment inside my Facebook group, but they they are now my client. So it's proof that I had no evidence that they were even watching my Facebook lives, that they were engaging with my content. They never once asked a question or hit like. I couldn't see that they were the ones that viewed it. I had no evidence for it. And yet they're now my client. Okay, so that's like such beautiful evidence that even when I didn't have that evidence. It was still working, okay? So I'm trying to collapse a timeline for you. So if this is you where you think that what you're doing is not working because you don't have the evidence for it, it does not mean that. It does not mean it's not working. There are people out there who are still reading your content. They're still watching you. And honestly, the people who engage are not always the ones that will sign up to work with you. So don't make that mean anything either. Simply show up, be consistent, go all in on one platform, create a consistent message to share that speaks directly to your ideal client. Always think of writing copy in terms of here's their problems. How can I help solve them and and give them a quick win? Be consistent and believe it's working even when you don't have the evidence for it. And I promise you, you will see the results that you want. Okay, I hope you all are having a great week and I will see you guys next Tuesday. Until then, keep making some epic shifts. Hey, if you're ready to grow your business, I wanna invite you to learn about coaching with me. Set up a time by going to denisefineri.com forward slash consult. 
We spend one third of our lives at work and it can be purposeful and profitable while having the impact that you want. So until next week, go make some epic shifts. Thanks for tuning in.